On the All American Dream Podcast, we are a team of title experts on a mission to provide valuable and tangible advice that will help you grow into the best version of yourself, both personally and professionally. This kind of growth takes time and effort, but we're here for the long haul and ready to put in the work. Are you? Today, we have Bethany Nelson on the podcast. She is a realtor and the founder of Bethany Nelson Real Estate Group. Bethany is a pioneer, visionary, and high-capacity leader. Motivated by her passion for relationships and high professional aspirations, Bethany leads the top-producing real estate team that's outpacing the industry. We're so excited to hear what Bethany has to say today. We're so excited to have you here today with us, Bethany. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. I like that little jingle. Oh well, we've been trying to make this happen, so I'm glad I finally did. Um, and so we'll just dive right in. Bethany, people know who you are, but you're one of those agents who has built such a well-rounded business. Tell us first about your journey into real estate and how the Bethany Nelson team came to be. Um, well, gosh. Okay. So I, I've been saying for a while now that I grew up in real estate. So not because I'm not like a second generation realtor or anything like that, but my, um, real estate career started actually in college. I moved to Texas to follow a boy cause there's always a boy involved. Yes. And, um, that was during college and I became a nanny cause I had no connections really in Texas, became a nanny. The mom of the kids I nannied um, was a realtor, and she was moving her business from a major builder in 2008 to Keller Williams. And so she was like, hey, you understand the social media stuff. Like, why don't you help me out? So jumped in with her. And fast. that's when it was just like Facebook, right? I oh, mean, yeah. And maybe yeah. Twitter? I think Twitter was around. Foursquare, yeah. if you remember that app. Oh, realtors, I forgot about that. Right? Realtors so were dabbling crazy. in that. Yeah. And um so yeah, so I helped her build her brand on Facebook, then finished college actually in Nashville, then moved back to Minnesota in 2010. And if you remember the job market in 2010, mm -hmm. it was a tough time to be a college graduate. And I saw these ads online for um, a receptionist at a Keller Williams office. And I was like, well, doing that is better than slinging jeans and American Eagles, so <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> And um, from there, honestly, it's been this literally growing up where I was a receptionist and then I joined someone's team and then had a really tough conversation with him where I was like, I really respect you and your business, but you're focused on building brokerages and I want to be focused on being a part of a really big team. I'm going to try this on my own. Then a couple years later, actually, ironically, that same person that I was in business with, um, there was an opportunity to run one of his franchises. Mm -hmm. I took over a franchise in um, 2016 and then did that for two and a half years or maybe it was 2018, doesn't really matter. But um, And then transitioned back into real estate sales myself November, um, no, not November, sorry, April of 2019. And so oh, okay. even just like the Bethany Nelson group actually really was established in 2019. Um, wow, it, it almost seems like you've been like a group longer than that. Maybe just because it is like so well developed. I, or I mean, social media is a goofy thing, right? Where like you just see things for so long. Um, I had been building a team before and that mm -hmm. fell apart the year before I took over the franchises. So maybe some people remember that. Um, but when I transitioned out of leadership back into sales, I actually sat down my top 
referral partners. And I hired a chef to come in and create the six course dinner in his like back kitchen for people. Awesome. And I had a flip chart at the front of the room (laughs) and I just said, tear my business apart. What are the things that I'm doing right? What are the things I'm not doing right? What do you want to see more of? And what's really great is like the people that care about you will shoot it straight with you. And they were actually the ones that were like, your brand can't be experienced Minnesota home team because that's what it used to be. They're like, you need to have your brand around your name. That's what you're known for. And so, yeah, went through a full rebrand before I really actually started regrowing the company. But even then, it was just me and an intern who's now Kylie, our number one sales agent, um, until January of 2021. Wow. Wow. So, like, we're a very young team. Yeah. And were you able to take some of the leadership, like, tools from running the brokerage right being the team leader of those things and like able to incorporate it into your team right away oh yeah i mean the main reason because i had a bunch of mentors of mine say don't take that opportunity like you're gonna regret it if you do that but the the piece that sold me on it was i heard someone say if you want a phd in leadership this is the role to take and i was like that's i know that no matter what i do i want to be in leadership. So even if it's a year or whatever, like I'm going to take this opportunity. And sure, there have been seasons of my life where I've wondered, would the team be bigger and better if I wouldn't have done that and would have started building then? But I think I actually have peace of mind knowing I don't think I would be able to have the conversations I'm having today. I don't Mm -hmm. think I'd be able to be as good of a coach and leader and quite frankly, run into conflict the way I do today. Like if there's conflict, I I actually got misty eyed on my drive here because I had to have a tough conversation with one of, one of my realtors this morning and she sent me a voice memo like thanking me for the tough conversation because I don't believe like, I don't believe in resentment and I don't believe in letting things boil up. It's like, no, if there's something, we're gonna address it head on like right now. So I don't think I would have been able to do that at 34 years old now today um if i hadn't taken that role when Mm -hmm. i was 28 right it's like everything that you have done has led up to this point totally yeah yeah i actually feel like i'm having kind of this year of like full circle moments where i'm Mm -hmm. like okay now i feel don't get me wrong i have a lot of like I don't know if we can say this on this podcast, but I have a lot of shit hitting the fan. Like who <laughs> yes, doesn't right yeah, now? Yeah. <laughs> um, and at the same time, I also feel very peaceful. Like it's like chaos is always going to be there when you're growing. Right. Um, and when you know that like that's just part of the journey, it makes it a lot less painful. Right. Yeah. Because then if you welcome the chaos, right, yeah. then the anxiety at least for me and my personal is then the anxiety is like, okay, well then it goes way down instead of being anxious about it. It's like, well, this is what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Control what you can only control. Totally. Well, and I have a coach that says like anxiety is actually a fear of something in the future. So he's like, what are you afraid of? That's not even here right now. And it's like, oh, okay. So then when I can actually try to figure out what's, what's that fear and is it even real or not? not. Mm-hmm. And not yeah, and then break it down that way. That helps me a lot. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'll call you at three in the morning the next <laughs> time. Just a therapy done. moment today. Yeah, I know. She's a therapist, coach, leader, realtor. All of the above. So oh I know gosh. that like one of your main focuses is wealth building. So yeah. tell us a little bit about your wealth series. Yeah. So it's not my well series. My business partner, Ben Kinney, created the well series, the first version in 2020. 
Um, and so, you know, this little thing called a pandemic uh, showed up. <laughs> and um, what I really appreciate about Ben as a leader is he went, okay, this is something I figured out. And Ben comes from very humble beginnings. And um, he was like, how can I break this down and simplify it? Because a lot of people don't do wealth building or don't even handle their finances appropriately Mm -hmm. because they think it's too complicated. Mm -hmm. And so um, one of my favorite sayings, and I don't remember who came up with this, but I did not come up with it, is we often overcomplicate things to justify our inaction. And I think it's really true. If I'm sitting down with one of my realtor partners and they're making something really complicated that's not, it's like, you just don't want to do it. Right. That's why you're choosing to make it so complicated because you don't want to do it. So I think a lot of people do that with money. And a little bit of my financial story is actually I was a missionary kid when I was young and we lived in the former Soviet Union where you couldn't just drink the water from the tap. Like very like third world country, went to the bathroom in holes in the ground. Wow. Like, yeah. And when you've seen poverty like that and you're a white American you almost feel guilty about like your position. And then we were deported. And I joke that I wasn't confused enough that my parents put me (laughs) in private school in Edina. (laughs) And so like culture shock is like a huge thing for like, that was huge. And and not only that, I I can only imagine. How old were you? 13. Oh, so that was great. (laughs) So and then I went to at the time it was called Calvin Christian School um, and you know, all these kids are getting dropped off in like BMWs and Mercedes. And my dad was driving this rusted out Toyota station wagon. <laughs> and then it was like the opposite where then I was embarrassed for like my humble, like lifestyle, just the incredible lifestyle that my parents have built. But anyway, my relationship with money was really goofy. And then getting into real estate in my twenties and I've gotten to, I don't want to say ride, but I've, I have gotten to benefit from getting started after the crash where you did, you had to work your tail off. I mean, listings were on the market for four or five months and that wasn't uncommon. So interest rates were at 6% and it was like, or when they went down to 6%, I remember they were like eight, seven. And when it went down to six, it was a refi boom and everyone was like, (laughs) yes, Yes. this is amazing. Yeah. So I've gotten to ride, I ride that. Right. And so for me, like you just keep the same habits and then the market helps you out. And so all of a sudden I was making really great money in my early twenties, really uncomfortable with money. So I just got stupid with it and I would like give it away. And I um, didn't file my taxes for four years, which is a huge no, no. Um, But I'm learning. Yeah. (laughs) I'm learning that a lot of realtors are actually in that position. Because since I've started talking about it, I probably get two calls a month from a realtors I do not know that I'm somehow connected to on Facebook or like listen to things like this podcast. And they're like, what'd you do? Because they know you figured it out now. And it's like, okay, well, how'd you fix that? Right. You know? And I mean, yeah. And, and to be honest, that's where my like whole passion around wealth building and understanding money and understanding even like people's money mindset. I believe a lot of reasons that people don't have great relationships with money is the way they were raised. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, if you can actually dig into some of that, identify what it is and then get out of it. So back to your original question, sorry, I went on the longest tangent ever of like the wealth series, but I was still paying off my IRS debt in 2020. And so, um, and then the pandemic happened 
now one random fact just that I feel like my faith is a really big part of my life and at the end of 2019 I was sitting down with my assistant at the time Melissa and um, we had just done our business planning for 2020 and the next day she sat me down and she let me know that she was leaving me and that she wanted to go be a full-time mom and that my goals were so big and she was so excited for me but she didn't want to do that and Mm -hmm. that she was like you need to find someone that wants to do that with you which was a very honoring thing for her to do really hard but like amazing thing for her to do but for that to happen and then the pandemic to strike and i didn't have to like worry about an employee (laughs) like (laughs) there were all these things that actually like if i go back and i think about it i'm like wow god was like really looking out for me So then when um, the pandemic happened and Ben released the first Wealth Series, I was like, this is an opportunity for me to share this with other people. So I created this Facebook group because it all comes back to Facebook. I swear all the time. (laughs) And, um, And I just invited other women. I was really intentional that I wanted the group to be women only um, because just based on my experience, like money is a very like, emotional thing mm-hmm. and um fast forward we now have like 230 women in that facebook group and i've taught the well series now six seven times um just to people in that group and helped them kind of work through it and it's it's been a lead lever for our business now in a way where we just teach people about good debt and bad debt and how to think bigger um how to simplify things how to make investing simpler. And um, now Ben just released a second version of the Well series that's double the length. And we're going through that actually right now. And we had a hundred and, uh, was it 117? I think people sign up from our wow. network. Yeah. So people right now are probably thinking, how do I sign up for that? So how <laughs> do they find it? And can you yeah. allow more people in? Is it yeah, so okay. we so the like the, the version right now is like brand new. So until we wrap that up, which will actually just be ending next week, and then we'll take some time off, and then we'll like run it again. Um, but they can just reach out to us, or if they go to so Ben has a podcast. It's called Win Make Give, um, and if they go to winmakegive.com, there is the Well series on that website that they can download the podcast episodes and the workbooks. So you're okay. actually learning from Ben. I'm not teaching it per se. I'm just hosting an environment where people get to learn together, learn from experts like Ben. And then, you know, I answer questions that I can just based on my own experience. Right. Just curious, how did you meet Ben? We were connected through another realtor that was, I think she saw in me things that she was like, you need to know Ben and he needs to be a mentor of yours. And that was, I was probably 25 at the time. And he and I just became business partners last summer. Okay. So, um, I mean, it took a long time for that to happen. But um, when I finally reached out, he was like, I've been waiting a long time for you to like, <laughs> to call me. <laughs> yeah. And my ego was in the way. I thought I hadn't built anything big enough that he would want to be a part of yet. Um, and so I was trying to prove myself. And I think my learning lesson from that is like, people are actually more open to partnership sooner. You just have to be willing to ask them. That's so true. I hope people always just say, you got to ask. Right. You just ask. Yeah. Well, and that's been an aha to me as I'm, you know, building our company and our team now is like, 
I'm not going to know if someone's interested in working with me unless I ask them. Mm -hmm. And the easiest question is, hey, I, I really respect you and your business, and I'd love to know if you'd want a partner. Right. I, that's actually a compliment. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, it's yeah. like, okay, why am I waiting so long to do this? <laughs> oh so, yeah. Gosh, I love that. Yeah. And so along with that, Paige, too, you know, we just love watching you on social media in general. What Thank are some you. of the biggest lessons you've learned from social media and from posting and some do's and don'ts for people? I think you find your your niche by just like actually figuring out what your values are and like what drives you. And so everything that we do as a team now is driven around our values, which are we work really hard. We work as a team. We're all leaders. Um, we support small business. So we do a lot with local small businesses. Um, I would say I'm a pretty authentic, like I am what you see, like what you see is what you get. Like we're not um, pretty direct and straightforward. I think the biggest thing is I see too many realtors spend so much time and energy on promotion versus connection. And um, I have, to be really honest, I mean, I've done that too. And then it's like, I got to rein it in and be like, okay, but am I showing up how I want to? And am I actually connecting with people in an authentic way? Or am I just making everything about me right now even though it is your platform yeah. the whole point is still to like connect with people that's true and i feel like you really did that too when you when you did that harder house thing <laughs> and i went to your events and you had your youtube yeah playing in the background because you documented mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. and so like you've learned a lot too through your house flipping and i'm sure you could do tons of series on that on on youtube too yeah and i mean that's the goal right is I think what I've learned, and I'm talking about Ben a lot, but he's a big influence in my life, is so Ben and his business partner, Chris, who are now my partners, they created a company called Place. And what what when I partnered with Place, a big part of that was they literally create the systems and they simplify everything. And so I feel like a lot of people, and I've been a recruiter for a brokerage, you know, they, they join a company thinking the company is going to solve their problems. Mm. And the reality is I, I have yet to meet a company that any brokerage, and I'm not dogging on anyone, but right. any brokerage that solves your problems, like you still have to go out and create all these systems and, and, you know, learn all these things where places filled some of those gaps for me. But the biggest gap that they have filled is like this leadership lid of making me think and be a better leader by simplifying things. Like I literally can't stress on that enough of like, how do we simplify it? Could you give an example? Um, Sorry, I'm putting no, you right on the good. spot. Yeah. I think, okay, a really great example is when any agent joins our company. Um, so they partner with me, but I'm partnered with Place. So therefore they are also partnered with Place, if that makes sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and we through Place have a 90 day launch program, whether they are brand new or not. And I get to leverage this launch program that place has created tons of videos and training and spreadsheets. And what do you know, place even has a launch coach. So they have Marley as their place coach, but then they have me and Kylie here in Minnesota in the twin cities to help them. But it's actually leveraged so much of like the things that I've been in the business 13 years. Like I don't remember some of the basic things from just getting started right. and they've made it so simple where literally our agents log into this spreadsheet every day and it's, did I do this? Did I do that? And 
There's the, all the links and the videos and everything to go along with it. And then because Place has 240 teams nationwide, they have this community of other agents going through launch with them. Hmm. Where wow. a lot of the teams in the, you know, in the Twin Cities, I don't have 20 people going through launch at the same time. Mm-hmm. So then they've got all these other people where they kind of create this community. So it fills so many gaps for me just with onboarding someone. And it doesn't even have to be brand new. There's a brand new agent launch and there's an experienced agent launch. Because no matter what, it's like, okay, if they're joining us and they're experienced, they still have gaps. So we don't know where the gaps are to help them get to their next level. Right. So you're gonna go through this other version that's maybe not as beginner level, but then we still know we can get them up to the same speed as everyone else. And if someone chooses, like say they're an experienced agent, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm going off script here, no, but it's I'm all curious, good. <laughs> is if you're an experienced agent and I come and join your team mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, Bethany, I don't need this. Like, yeah. I know what I'm doing. Like, are love you, your brand, love your team. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, are you like, okay, well then that's just not a good like core <laughs> value fit for us because this is how we do this? Yes, and here's why. Because when I went to Ben and Chris and said, I wanna be your partner, I didn't say, I'm gonna be your partner, but hey, these models and systems that you've proven are super successful nationwide, I'm not gonna do those, right? It's like, that's the value. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you wanna join, you know, it's like going to Starbucks and saying, no, but I want a cheeseburger. Like they don't, <laughs> they don't have that there. Yeah. So um, yeah, it, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the right fit then. But I think, you know, I think back to the, the biggest thing with anyone that's experienced, that's looking for a gap in their business right now. Um, I'm trying to think of like the polite way to put this. <laughs> <laughs> They, they need to get their ego out of the way. Like the only reason I didn't join Ben and Chris sooner is my ego. I thought I had to be bigger and better and, and I just like was putting so much pressure on myself. And at the end of the day, like my biggest regret right now is that I didn't join them sooner. You didn't do it sooner, yeah. yeah. Like it's like, dang it, I got in my way. So we're all gonna hit these ceilings. And the reality is that most top professionals, real estate or not, have partnerships. Major companies usually don't have one owner. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Mm-hmm. It's because it's easier and you have more opinions and the collective is so much better if you're in partnership. So, right. 100%. I totally agree. I love that. I know, me too. I have the goosies. So your vision is very much about living legacies of abundance through making and giving millions and inspiring communities to do the same. Tell us more about that. Um, yes (laughs) yes yes it is um I I mean it it, it's like this is almost like full circle for everything we've talked about right so like having the childhood experiences that I did Mm -hmm. and then hitting this ceiling and this not even ceiling let's hit hitting the valley in the rut that I did in my Mm -hmm. 20s with money and just I mean I'll never forget walking into a bookkeeper's off office with a box it was a gray box I still own it full of like receipts that you almost couldn't even make out the numbers, you know, when receipts sit in a drawer too long. Yes. Yeah, they're all faded. All these receipts and invoices and 1099s. And I was like, can you figure this out for me? Like, and I'm just crying. And it's like, yeah. when when you go through those different things and then you realize that actually like our life, like legacy doesn't just happen after death. Like our entire life is a legacy. So if we're living a legacy of abundance where I'm not worried about sharing, you know, Mel, you were on a, a seminar that I got to share at recently about our, I gave our whole marketing plan away. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not afraid of that because 
quite frankly, one, 90% of those people are never going to do anything that we just taught them to do. Right. And the 10% that do, great, because there is plenty of business to go around. And here's the other thing that I've learned is if they keep hitting a ceiling, hopefully I would be the first person they call if they're like, hey, I'm interested in partnership. Because they're like, you you do things the way I want to, right? Um, Making millions, that's a big statement. And I think to say like in twofold, one, I want the people in my company to make millions. I tell my agents all the time, you have an opportunity to make more money than I do. Because when you're on a team, the split that you take home, that's usually your profit. You don't have to carry the expenses of overhead and a building and rent and salaries and all these things. Most people complain about, oh, it's a this and this split. No, you have to look at that as your profit percentage right. and then walk around and ask how many of the top agents actually run a profit margin at that percentage and none of them do. Mm-hmm. And so if we're making living legacies, making millions and and inspiring communities to do the same, like what does that look like if all of a sudden all these kids in their 20s start understanding the wealth series and they start investing mm-hmm. and yeah. by the time they're our age, they're multimillionaires. Right. Like that's cool. Yeah. It's so cool. It's awesome. I love your vision and love what you're doing. And I love like learning today about how you are like an exceptional leader. And so like, tell us a little bit about what would it, what would it take to be a part of your team? Like last time I heard you speak, I was like, I can't imagine anybody listening to that, not wanting to join your team. Like it just, (laughs) you just were like, oh my God, she does this. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, look at her calendar. That's like the biggest thing for me, that freaking Mm, calendar. I love it. It's like the accountability part of it, planning your entire year Mm -hmm. ahead of time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyways, that was my interjection. No, No, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, What was your question? Like Like why? Who's who's the perfect candidate? They want to be a part of your team. Yeah. Who would be like the perfect candidate to be part of your team? Mm. I would say the hungry Um, And I don't just mean that in like hustle culture, right? Like I mean like truly hungry to build a business within our business. Um, We, you know, our agents' names are on the social media posts for their sales, right? We do videos and my agents, their their face is on their listing. It's not mine. Um, So it really is teaching them to build a business within ours. When they first join us, I walk them through, actually our team does now, I don't personally do it, but we walk them through how to set up an LLC and how to set up their profit first bank accounts, which are, is a book called Profit First. I highly recommend because I think I'm a really crappy leader if all I do is teach people how to go sell a house and like make money that way. If I'm not actually teaching them how to run their business like a business, there are so how many. How to leave legacy, legacies. Yeah, yeah. Totally. And how, and how to, you know, have more time, do more business, make more money and have a bigger impact. And so I'd say anyone that's attracted to even those statements, um, we do have standards and there are, um, I mean, quite frankly, it's like you would be really uncomfortable in our organization if you didn't want to learn about wealth building. Mm-hmm. Like you would be so uncomfortable. You'd be like, I don't want to be here. But I also think that most people want to learn about it. They just, um, they don't want to commit to doing what's necessary. Implementing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even knowing where to start and how, you know, sure. it can be intimidating. Yeah. And so it's like, if that's just part of it, it's almost like a, okay, good. I'm going to get this part too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Where can people find you if they want to learn more about this wealth series or be yeah. be a candidate on the team? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm all over social media. Probably Instagram is the easiest. My handle is at Bethany L. Nelson. I think if you look look up just Bethany Nelson, it's like a bodybuilder, which would be pretty cool. Oh but, my God. <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> but um, yeah, because at first I, when I was like working on my brand, I was like, oh, it'd be really nice to have Bethany Nelson. Maybe like someone will let me like buy the handle from them. And then yeah. I saw she had like thousands of people following her. I'm like, yeah, probably not. Um, so yeah, probably Instagram or I mean, anyone's welcome to email me at Bethany at uh, Bethany at Bethany Nelson group dot com. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you Thank so much you. for joining us. This it's has been, been so fun. Yay. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the All American Dream Podcast. We hope you loved it as much as we did. For more content, please follow us on Instagram at All American Dream Podcast. We look forward to chatting with you soon.